There's a smart new website that will change the way you invest using social media. Like Folio. Here to explain a team of brothers, Andy and Landon Swan, of Like Folio. And they've always been building out great technology at the intersection of social and trading. Powered by unique social data. Analyzed by legendary traders. The Like Folio broadcast starts right now. Hey, everybody. Welcome to like folio podcast webcast youtube we're doing it all on all the platforms here we've got three stocks that could triple in 2023 and if you'll remember i want to get into this because uh, you know the last time we were with you guys we listed three stocks and it's been a pretty good run since then so you want to pay attention to this whole show we had coinbase uh, which was my pick did the best of the three, 78% maximum gain. Um, <laughs> Hold on. Landon's, Landon's did well, 57%. Yours got the highest. Yeah. Right now, who's who's winning? Yeah, right now, yours is winning. And then Megan's is still very valid after a nice pop uh, early in the year. But we like all three of them still. Yeah. And this was one, um, I feel like I had to be fair to you guys, because last time I was sitting high on my Adobe horse. Yes. So this time... You can see well, it's just, it shook was, up differently. Yeah, it was a it's big awesome. run in January, and a lot of these stocks caught that wave. Yeah. Um, you know, speaking of uh, Coinbase, we're going to get into Landon's pick, my pick, and Megan's pick this time. Related to Coinbase, you know, we've got Bitcoin uh, coming in. That's going to be Landon's pick. Uh, Andy's is going to be the trade desk. Megan's will be on holdings, which is ticker symbol O-N-O-N. Let's get into them right away. Landon, Bitcoin, not a stock, but something you think that could triple in 2023. Yeah, I'm kind of cheating a little bit when we, when we said <laughs> we're going to do uh, three stocks that could triple in, in this year. I'm going with Bitcoin. And, you know, there's a lot, the traditional reasons for liking Bitcoin. I mean, you know, we're, we're running out of supply. Uh, we're up to, what, 19 three million i think and there's only 21 available um interesting note though that because of the way that that halves every time they get certain level we're not going to hit the 21 million in for over 100 years wow. so it's not like it's going to run out it's just it's like exponentially getting closer to to that level um so the supply is capped and i think it's proven itself as as a store of value and it's starting to prove, prove itself as a transaction medium so I really like that. But then the, the killer for me is this chart. So you got a lot of lines on here, right? So let me just explain what we're looking at. The, the gray line is Bitcoin's price from late 2015 until now. The, the blue line and the and blue line and green lines are the purchase intent of people talking about buying Bitcoin, opening a Bitcoin account, getting involved with Bitcoin. So we're tracking that on our end. So this is like folio data and I've got three of those lines and they're different moving averages. So if you're familiar with MACD on uh, stock charts, it's very similar. You've got the one year moving average in blue. So it's a lot smoother line. And then you've got the two shorter ones. Uh, the 90 day is the dark green and the 30 day is the light green. And you can just kind of look back over this chart and see that every time those lighter green lines have pierced and gone through that blue line, the stock or the sorry, the coin price has followed in either direction. Uh, it it took us all the way down to the you know sixteen thousand dollar level or so. I had 
uh, buy limit orders, significant buy limit orders at 15. So of course that's how that works. Uh, but you know, I think we're, we've popped back up and it's just now over the last few weeks crossed to the upside. Uh, and the last time that it crossed to the upside, we were at 12 or 13,000 and it ran up to 60 something thousand. So I think that it is very, very possible that this, uh, the price of these coins could go from you know, low 20s to mid 60s. I think we could retest highs of 69,000 this year. Well, that would be awesome. And it's a cool look at like folio data, how that can work on so many different things, not just stocks, not just brands, but also cryptocurrencies and, um, you know, just excellent data. Yeah. Hard to argue with, um, you know, I guess uh, the argument against Bitcoin, everybody knows the arguments against Bitcoin, but these arguments for Bitcoin have been few and far between for the last year. So it's nice to hear like some right. positive uh, news on this front. And I think that if what you're saying comes true, then my Coinbase pick from last time yes. continues <laughs> to win because it's very highly correlated to the consumer enthusiasm and the price of coins. Uh, Coinbase wins when uh, the coin prices win almost time and time again. Absolutely. Yeah. And you can see from the decline, I mean, th I'm really excited because the decline was right after or right around the same time as the peak in that 30-day moving average and it crashed the 365 followed and now the 365 is still falling because it's got a year's worth of data in it but we just are just running fast to the upside so people lost interest just like you talked about mm -hmm. they haven't been talking about bitcoin a lot but now we're picking back up um, and if if the pattern holds that's been on there for the last five or six years i really like this one to triple yeah and I really like your point about Coinbase, Andy, because if you're someone that maybe you're hesitant to get involved with cryptocurrency specifically, or you don't know how, Coinbase is a really good way yeah. to get involved. Yeah, it's almost like a proxy yeah. for Bitcoin. Um, <clears throat> all right, mine, the trade desk. We'll go through this one quickly. Um, ticker symbol TTD. So this is a company that really makes... Uh, the technology that advertisers can use to deliver more relevant ads uh, on behalf of brands to streaming viewers. So if someone's using an over-the-top kind of streaming content, uh, TTD, the trade desk, is who's involved in making sure that the user gets the most optimally uh, designed ad for the most optimally designed or for the most optimal brand at the time. And so it's, it's engaging in highly targeted advertising, um, which is really key because as the CEO said on um, the most recent earnings call, the real key is how do you deliver less ads to the user, but more value to the advertiser so that the revenue for content providers can stay high or grow with excuse me, less ads for the users. And that's what mm -hmm. TTD does. That's got a little Pinterest flair to it, right? I mean, yeah. that's kind of their model. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, exactly right. That's that's their model, except for TTD's the backbone behind everybody, right? Mm -hmm. uh, rather than just a platform that, that, so they benefit when everything is going up. And you can see on our chart here, you know, streaming mentions. So just people engaging in streaming content just up and to the right. We don't see that stopping anytime soon. Uh, traditional cable demand is dropping. And you know, if we look at the amount of money that's being spent on advertising on over-the-top or um, you know streaming devices, growing so fast that the market can barely keep up with it. And if you think about it, 
you know, this could actually surpass what's being spent on traditional TV advertising very soon. It's unbelievable that it's not there yet because way more people are watching streaming than traditional TV. Yeah, like how did you guys watch the Super Bowl? I know I streamed it. Yeah, it was it was streaming. It felt like just normal TV, yeah. that, but that's what now it feels like. I was streaming, I think on Hulu or something, some, one yeah. of those. I was too. That was I was curious about how the ad experience um, displayed itself like if you were watching traditional versus connected and it is the same but i watched on hulu and enjoyed all the ads you know when we're talking about the ad spend you know when we i remember speaking about this a couple three years ago yep do you remember the numbers where it was streaming was 30 percent of hours watched and streaming our advertising was three percent streaming yeah. Right. Yeah. So that gap is TTD's opportunity. Yeah. Yes. I don't know. I'm sure those numbers have closed, but streaming is continuing to grow, and that that ad spend is having trouble keep keeping up. And as soon as it does catch, it's it's all TTDs, right? Yeah, that's the yeah. key. I mean, TTD is taking the market share, 100. Yeah. percent Like they are the best of breed at delivering highly targeted ads via streaming, and so they're taking market share while the ad market is down. They're growing revenue, they're growing profit during the time when ad spending is down. So when ad spend comes back, it could be off to the races for a company like this. This is a company that we were bullish on going into the latest earnings report, uh, you know, and it went up over 25%, I think, after earnings. It was a huge beat. Companies announced buybacks. The CEO is extremely optimistic about their market share grab that they're doing. And so... Uh, just you know, further data point that we're on the right path with TTD. Yeah, and I think the first time that we actually covered TTD was back in 2019, yeah. our very first streaming report that we ever put out. So can you imagine the growth? Yeah, big time. Hun hundreds of percentages. Okay, so now we'll go into my pick. And so this one, I actually have a prop. I don't know if you guys have seen these sitting on the table, but <laughs> I was going through, you know, racking my brain trying to pick my stock for today. Um, I really liked your pick, Andy. Almost went with TTD myself. Yep. Was looking at another one, um, Exos, but it for is those for those listening on Spotify <laughs> or you know that don't have video right now. Yeah. Sitting in front of Megan is a dirty pair of running shoes, clearly very used, <laughs> and a package that looks like a normal shipping envelope. Yeah. So I realized that um, it's time for me to send in my on running shoes and so this is the ticker symbols on on and these are actually fully recycled shoes and it's cool because you essentially pay a monthly subscription which i think is brilliant so technically you're not really owning the shoes right you're you're renting the shoes but you're sending them back and they completely recycle these into your next pair of shoes and so you can send them back every 90 days you can see mine are like completely run through but is that 90 days worth of running there? So actually mine was a little bit longer because I wasn't paying attention. So, uh -huh. you know, they're kind of, it's kind of brilliant on the company yep. side of things because you might keep it rolling because I think it's a $30 charge a month, which oh. as a consumer, you're not likely to see, but it's way less intrusive than buying, you know, a big shoe purchase every quarter, which essentially is what runners are doing. So you get one per quarter? So yeah. you're, you're paying $90 if you're on top of it. If you're on top of it. If you're a little bit slower, you're paying 120 Correct. $150, depending Correct. on how. Okay. Yeah. Love but that model. I know, right? And so this was just, 
this was not necessarily planned. I was going to do this today regardless of <laughs> the podcast because the post office is right next door to our office. But what gives me um, what gives me confidence that I'm not biased in my view is the like folio data. So when we look at the masses of consumers who are talking about buying shoes, look at demand and look at mentions. So brand mention just awareness is popping up 155% year over year. But this far right bar, so that that first quarter in Q3 that we're at, that's the highest level of demand or of mentions from people who are talking about actually buying a pair of these shoes that we've ever recorded. I think it's up about 194% year over year. Wow. So this company is expected to produce growth, right? This is yep. a really high bar, but so far our data is tracking actually ahead of that growth. And I think that that might surprise some people. And it's got some nice trends kind of um, propelling it, if you will. Yeah, this is one of our big, this luxury trend, this high yes. end is one of our biggest trends we we see at Like Folio is that, like, that dichotomy the high-end stuff continues to do very, very well, regardless of kind of the right. shaky economic conditions. Yeah, you know, and the first time we actually featured this company was back in October. We actually put out a luxury report, exactly like you're talking about, because yep. we see these high-earning consumers much more insulated from inflation versus just your average Joe when it comes to spending. And on cloud, these, these shoes definitely fall in that range. You know, you're paying almost $200 for a pair of running shoes. So these are premium. You expect them to be super high quality. And I can say as someone who uses them and someone who also attends, you know, fitness classes, I go to Orange Theory, I see these popping up in yep. my classes more and more that people are using. So they're high quality, but they're also perceived as that high end. And they also have the sustainability impact. So I think sustainability is important, but it's impressive when you see a brand establish itself as premium but also sustainable yep. and actually have a real model that they're doing it you know this yep. isn't just like a sticker they're slapping on like right you know this is what we're doing this is actually in practice that people can if this is something that's important to you you can take advantage of but then this last chart i really like this because it shows the demographic split and i really like finding brands that young people love and that young people are latching onto because this really bodes well for future growth. And you can see the generation that's most likely to own a pair of these shoes is between 18 and 24. Yep. And so they're grabbing these consumers early and then slowly saturating into the older markets. Yeah, that's a really cool chart. And it shows the growth potential in mm -hmm. you know those, those older markets, 35 to 54 especially kind of jumps out at me where 83% of people who really haven't even heard of this brand yet right um are they comfortable they're so comfortable and they're very very that, yeah. light they are so you're you've obviously worn them more than me but i do own a <laughs> pair of these Brittany bought me one and they're extremely comfortable and i remember thinking like these, these don't feel like they're gonna last for a long time because they're so soft and so comfortable which is, makes the subscription model really brilliant because every time you get a new pair i'm guessing you're like ah, oh, this feels great. You're like, let's go running. And yeah. you're excited to do it. And you're going to be a customer for life. Yeah. That's very cool. That's awesome. Uh, I like this. I, so full disclosure, mm -hmm. um, you know, we already own, um, we already own the trade desk stock. I do. Uh, Landon and I own Bitcoin. Um, Megan, do you have any? I have the trade desk. You have the trade desk stock already. So, you know, full disclosure on that. 
I it, once this podcast is live for three or four days and out there, and we pass kind of that test, then mm-hmm. I'm gonna buy some O N O N because I also right. like the stock chart on this. Yeah. Did you see that base that it put together? Uh-huh. Um, just above $15 where it was like it was a sinking ship for a long time and then it just found its level so that's a level that's probably pretty safe and so you know at an under $25 price right now um, you know you would kind of think of it as you know max loss is probably around $10, $11 per share and the upside I mean this was a $50 stock not that long ago so there's the significant room that this actually could triple all three of these I think uh, could triple in 2023. This one's probably the most likely of the three to actually hit that triple number just because the other two um, already have, you know, so much of a history. And it, I like the Bitcoin move too, though. I, I like the Bitcoin move too. Part is beautiful. That was a tough one. So we like them all. Um, you know, last time we were pretty good. Uh, yeah. We'll try to keep it rolling again. But none of these are designed to be a one-month, you know, or six-week right. play. Yeah. Just good start on the last one and we'll see if we get a good start on this one too yeah all right thanks you all make sure you go to likefolio.com sign up for the daily drop free newsletter we put out uh, every single day of the of the trading week also um you know hit the subscribe button in spotify or on youtube wherever you're watching this so that you don't miss any of these episodes and we'll see you next time on the likefolio podcast thanks